All right. It's all right. We are here. The Rolling Toe Show is live again from beautiful downtown Altoona. I thought we were actually in Des Moines. Don't tell anybody <laughs> that. Tell them we're in Altoona. They won't find us. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's August 11th of 2022. Yes, it is. And the Rolling Toe Show is live with Mike and Kevin Beckett. And we got to get this done fast because we got to go down to the state fair. It just opened today. <laughs> we're going to get a corn dog and a turkey on a stick and whatever. An Oreo on a stick. Oreo on a stick. Uh, uh, deep butter, fried, deep butter. fried butter on a stick. <laughs> got some, yes. Uh, Kevin's wondering if Al Tuna is Charlie Tuna's brother. Al Tuna is Charlie Tuna's brother. Albert. Different, different sides of the world, different oceans. <laughs> We're on the third coast. But. Right, on the third coast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we uh, let's see. We got one more week of this week and next week of uh, in person uh, shows. Yeah, and then a month of traveling shows. Kevin will be in the office. Yep, in the studio. We'll call it a studio. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You got a camera. We're still on the. You got a camera. You got a speaker and a microphone. And then I will be on the road, and I will be calling in from the road Mm -hmm. for the show, if I can remember what time zone, and then calling in at the right time. Well, I'll I'll keep you on your toes. Straight. Good luck with that. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. 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 So next Friday, I get in the car and we start driving. We will do about five thousand miles in a month. Now, I know for a trucker that's not that's not much, but they're not in a Prius. <laughs> yeah, doing in a Prius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be gonna be a nice trip. Um, nothing else really exciting happening here this month. Honestly, this is a rather quiet month. Dog days of summer. Yes, yeah. The only interesting thing I've got is is one of our shops. Uh, reported to me that a, a guy came in with a late model Freightliner Cascadia. And uh, he was having problems wearing out tires. He's got 100,000 miles. He's on his third set of steer tires. I noted that this was a thing that happened. Yes. And when he checked it out, he found that the alignment shop recognized that they had different caster shims on both sides because all those freight liners come out with three and a half degree caster shims on the right and nothing on the no, left. On the left, right. And instead of taking the three and a half degree shims out, they put three and a half degree shims on the left side too. <laughs> they just said, well, if seven degrees of caster is good over here, it'll be great on both sides. So they got seven degrees of caster in front of them. It's hitting the bumps so hard, <laughs> it's like driving a lumber wagon. Yeah. <clears throat> And the rear drive axle was aimed off four inches, which is within spec. It's within their spec. This is this is a we actually do in our training. We cover the the incredibly wide Cascadia spell, uh, factory spec. It's, yes, it's crazy. Yes. So anyway, he fixed it up. The guy can't believe it's the same truck. <laughs> Finally drives nice and straight. Yeah, no problem. He's gay. And the, right. and now that uh, his passenger can sleep. 
I suppose. <laughs> when now, when you hit bumps, you're not. I know. I when I'm flying out like that, I'm driving. I sleep. <laughs> when you're driving, you sleep. Well, of course. <laughs> but, you what's got, the point having those, cruise control if you can't sleep? You got one of those Teslas. No, no, it's just cruise control. <laughs> I've done this for years. I've done it for years. Push the cruise control. Right. Take it down. The people riding with me are terrified, but I don't care. <laughs> You're sleeping soundly. I'm asleep. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a call-in show, and we do have a call-in number, and uh, the number is 855-950-3835 for anybody that wants to call us to ask about alignments or sleeping. And we do have three calls right now. So. Have you been looking for your water bill? No, that's right here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pay it yet. I can't pay it till Monday. Okay. So it's stay right there. It's just sitting right there. Okay. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, okay. The first one is a Chevy 3500 in Canada, I guess. That's so not a real truck. That's about. What? That's not a real truck. No, no, no it's a minor truck. Hello, Canada. Yes, uh, Kevin, Mike, how you doing? We're good, you? Pretty good. All right. Okay, uh, the M55's Toyos on uh, Chevy 3500, 06 Chevy. Okay. Uh, the front two steer tires have inside edge wear quite a bit. The outside edge, not as much. And on the rear, on the rear two uh, tires, it's a single wheel in the back. Uh, it's also inside wear on the inside edge. Well, what uh, do you both, use it for? Both sides. What do you use this thing for? Uh, it's a service truck. It carries okay, uh, local service. Yes. Uh, it's got a fuel tank in the back, uh, compressor, quite a bit of weight on the fuel. Every now and again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a uh, being a being a it's a, a straight axle thirty five hundred, right? Yeah, straight axle in the rear, yeah. but it'll be a, an independent front suspension, isn't it? Yes, independent. Yeah. Right. Okay. Either it doesn't really matter. The the issue is that you're you tell out and turn. It doesn't have the. Yeah, I don't think that's his problem. My gut's telling me. Okay. That's not the problem. So you can call bogus on this anytime you want, but I don't think so. What, do you, what year did you say the vehicle was? 06. 06, okay. <laughs> My gut feeling is it's overloaded. Yeah. Have you ever weighed it? No. I did, but I can't remember the weight. So I could probably weigh it, I guess, and call you guys back. Well, you don't need to call me back. I suspect if you look at the door on the doorpost, it's going to tell you what the maximum weight the truck can carry is, okay? And and That's the grass vehicle width? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how much it can carry, but it's a 3,500, and I know you've got a compressor in it. And he's got a, and he's got a fuel tank on it, uh-huh. and I don't know how much more service body and tools are in it. My, my instant gut feeling is you're putting too much on a 3,500 frame. Yeah, and the axles are flexing, and the a frame on the front on a GMC collapses. It does, and, and especially as it ages. Yeah, I mean, as it ages, I I think you've overloaded it, and everything is saying I'm tired. <laughs> right. Because, uh, if you if I mean if you can put up with the tire wear and just get your service done, that's fine. 
But uh, uh, if you want to avoid these problems in the future, get a uh, a large, especially compared to the weight you've got. But still, you want to you want a buffer. Yeah, and you want to be. You don't want to always have these small vehicles at their maximum load. Uh huh. Okay. So. I'm just pulling up to the scale as we speak. So maybe okay. if we can have a minute, I can let okay. you know. Yeah, let's see how much weight's there, and then is the fuel tank full or is it empty now? The fuel tank has around seventy liters of diesel fuel in it. Most of the time, it carries, I'd say, 300 liters to the, and then you empty it out. Sealed. It carries, it carries and, how much you broke up there? I think it's 300 liters. The odd time, it carries the full capacity of the fuel tank, and the full capacity is 900 liters. All right. Now... Yeah, by a liter, let's see. I know it's about eight pounds per gallon. How yeah, many? Three and a half liters to a gallon. Three and a half. Okay, so yeah, it's a few hundred. So 900 yeah. divided by 3.5 or 3.8 equals 257 gallons. 257 times eight times is 2,008 equals 2,000 pounds. That's a ton. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, potentially. Usually it's about a, a third. It's rated to carry. Two thousand yeah. pounds total. Yes, so it is. It's a, <laughs> so you, in addition to right, and you, yeah. we know you've got the compressor, and we don't know how many tools. So at the moment, it's almost empty. At one tenth, well, yeah, how much weight he's got when he goes over the scale? Here. Right, ten thousand three hundred ten pounds, four thousand six hundred seventy kgs. But I'm gonna I'm gonna back off the scale now and see if it was at zero. Okay. Okay. But, but he's at 10,000 pounds now, and right. he doesn't have the full fuel tank. Right. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, get a, get, uh, get something with more capacity. I think that's you just need a, a two and a half ton truck. Right. Yeah. So how many, how many pounds is this truck rated for? I can't see it on the door 10,000 pounds. 10,000 pounds. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> Are you kidding? 10,000. No. Read it? A thirty-five hundred uh, truck is rated for ten thousand pounds. Okay. I see. So I'm just gonna go look at the scale reading to see if it was at zero, which I assume it was. So yeah, yeah it was at seventy pounds. Yeah. So, right. uh, so you're overloaded big time. Right. Already. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I haul. I haul about. Uh, I'd say, for good measure, 400 liters of diesel fuel on top of what the weight is right now. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. And then if you throw some parts in the back of the truck, you're carrying some tires for somebody or rims, <laughs> you're just way overloaded. Yep. Oh my God. I didn't think it was that heavy, eh? Right. But it, uh, it's, it gets there. So that's... Yeah, just uh, either you, you, you know, you can suffer with the tire wear now. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, and then it's when you're ready, get a you larger more than the tires to get a vehicle to carry the weight. Right. So as long as you're able to operate and the cops aren't pulling you over for being overweight, right? Do your business, and when the tire gets, when the truck gets worn out, buy a bigger truck. Yeah, it's almost twenty years old now. I mean, running a twenty-year-old service truck is kind of. Uh, 
Yeah, is there runs to it? I get around. Uh, uh, it's uh, there. There's already uh, sixty thousand kilometers on these steer, on these tires, front and yeah, back. That's nice. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't Stop. do anything. I would just keep driving. And when the truck gets worn out, buy a bigger truck. Right. Okay. Okay. Right on. Well, I'm glad I got. I called you guys. That makes sense. All right, buddy. Right. You have yourself a good day. Thank you. You too. Yep. All right, bye. Bye. Now, see, that kind of reminds me of the guys that live just south of the state line here. <laughs> and they and they they uh, raise hay, right. bale it, and, right. and they bring it north. It costs them at about a dollar a bale for the hay to to raise it and make it, mm-hmm. and they're selling them for a dollar a bale. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now the, the brothers have been doing this for a couple of years, and one brother looks at the other brother and says, "We need to get a bigger truck so we can sell in volume and make some money." <laughs> <laughs> Still only a dollar. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, all right. Get a bigger truck. All right. Uh, all right. Got the cup and a drive axle. Let's see what this one is. Hello, um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, How are you doing? That last, I'm good. That last call was cool. Mike sex overweight, and the guy just happens <laughs> to be driving on a scale. That was right. wild. That's it's a wild. Yeah, sometimes you get lucky. <laughs> so here's what I have going on. I have a front drive axle um, with coupling on the inside edges of the inside tires. I yep. have jacked up the axle, um, grabbed the top of the of the duals, and you know shook them towards the frame in a way. There's no play. There's no clunking. So I'm thinking that the bearings are good. It's mm. also an 11 millimeter Meritor axle housing. So I don't think it's axle flex, at least not the typical kind of thin wall axle, because it is the 11 okay, millimeter. Let, all right. All right. I hear you, at. First of all, I can't grab the top of a dual drive tire and with my hands push it in and out and find a loose bearing. Unless it's really loose. Okay. Unless it's flopping loose. I thought that's a weird thing to do. Now, the trick well, is, a steer well, that's okay for a steer tire, It's not, and it's okay for a trailer tire. Right. But because a drive tire has a drive axle shaft in it, it doesn't work. Okay? Okay. So, the way you do it is you park it on concrete, you jack one side of the axle up so it's got it about two inches off the ground, you take a tire iron that has a bent end on it and a lump of metal down there that you would hook on the rim when you're taking the tire off. You stick the band end under the tire and put an impact socket down on the ground to use as a fulcrum. And you push down on the long end of the bar, it pops up on the tire, and if it's loose, it'll go clunk, clunk, clunk. Right. Now you're, you're tipping the very edge of the tire yeah. up and down. Now you're getting some leverage and you can make it loose. Right. Okay? So that's okay. a possibility. Well, what make and model of truck is this? It's <laughs> it's a uh, 2015 Max. It, it's got that typical Max off, too, but that's a different topic, but... 15 okay, with 327,000. And, and it has a Meritor drive axle, right? Correct. Okay, all right. So it could have loose wheel bearings. It could. That's a possibility. The second okay. is, what brand of tire are we talking about? These are Bridgestone. Mm-hmm. Which model? Uh, ML... The love to drive one, ML seven. I don't remember. It's a very there's common a one. Seven twenty. There's a okay. bunch of different ones. Seven twenty six. ML seven twenty six. Crap. Seven twenty six. Oh, yeah. that one. That one loves to cup on the inside edge. Right. And yeah, really. 
without yeah, loose right. wheel bearings. Without right. loose wheel bearings, it loves to cup on the right. any little bit of so flexion of the axle, and it'll cup. Okay. Yep. Okay, so I there's only eight to nine thirty seconds left. So I'm thinking maybe yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. If it took that long to do it, then then that's not that big a deal. Now, how do you rotate it between the drives? Well, even if you rotate, yeah, that's on the, the drive. Go ahead. That's on the X rotation, you guys. Uh, that's recommend. fine. That's fine. And the rear drive axle wears faster than the front drive axle. Right. So it tends to buff the pattern off, so you don't get to see it. You just don't see it. Okay. The front drive axle. Right. Okay. Okay. The other thing I don't want—I don't want to do think. Maybe we've led people in the wrong direction. With this both the eleven millimeter axle and the nine and a half millimeter axle flex. The okay. nine and a half flexes more, so it's worse problem on the nine and a half. It's not nearly as okay. bad on the eleven, but they're both going to do it eventually. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you your main go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say you would suspect, given how worn the tires are, the model of the tire, and the fact that it can flex, you would suspect that it's just tire and some flex, and just you know how how far in their life yeah. they are, how worn they are. Yeah, and you got what, wheel Yeah, you right. got what two hundred and fifty thousand miles on these tires. No, uh, I got oh. this. They put them on. They were. Yeah, no, there's only probably about 130 on these. Oh, okay. Well, they were new when you put them on, huh? No, they got nothing. Pretty much. They, <laughs> yeah. How long did it they're, take yeah, to get those miles on? Well, the time doesn't bother me. What kind of service are you in? Are I you a line haul right. operation? Or are you doing regional hauls or what? We're local. We do bulk hauling. So, like, 60% right. of our miles are, are 80,000, 40% are empty. Okay, and so you've got a lot of stop and go, a lot of engine torque, and that's why and a lot of are wearing down faster. Yeah, you will get the mileage. Yeah, there's still a on them too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Correct. I don't. I don't any, hear anything here that gets me real excited about it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I I might go out there with the pry bar and the fulcrum. Just check to really see if the bearing has got some play in it. Right, because all that work, all, especially all that turning, it might have resulted in a loose bearing. It could have loosened up a little bit. But I'm okay. not excited about this. Okay? Okay. I got one more quick generic question for you. What speed we range do you to have? We charge triple for <laughs> That's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll give you, I'll call after, I'll call after the show and give you my credit card. All right, no <laughs> What, um... <laughs> what Don't give me your credit card. You have? Don't give me your credit card. Give me your boss's credit card. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have my boss. That's the problem. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, speed what's range. the speed range where you start to get issues with tire balance? Like where you feel a wobble or a hop because of balance? What's that speed range? The balance usually occurs over sixty miles an hour. Right on a twenty-two five, yeah, twenty-four five nice tire. That's where I'm right. getting screwed. There and I is. got I got that feeling in it that's supposed to balance it too dynamically, so I'm not sure. This well, you have now. Did this balance? Did this vibration always there, or does it only occur as the tire wears down and starts showing the regular wear? Right. Um, the truck's never really ridden that great. It kind of comes and goes with vibrations that I I don't bother you guys with too much, but um. It, okay, it's well, let's, it's just the top's gotten worse. And, yes. and and the vibration you're feeling is coming up through your seat and feet or through the steering wheel? Well, primarily seat and feet. Okay, mm. all right, good. Now, the, if the wheel bearing is loose, not only would it cause this inside cupping, 
It could also cause a vibration when you're running at a steady speed on a flat road, on a on a reasonably smooth road, and the tire starts biting, and it'll start to chatter because the bearings loosen, and the shock will stop it, and then it'll shake, and the shock will stop it, and it'll shake, and the shock will stop it. So it's a cyclical vibration. Is that what you're feeling? Okay. No, not so much. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't intend this to hit you guys with vibrations. So I apologize, but the <laughs> one that I feel more in the wheel is on is on deceleration. Um, that's more oh, vibrations, yeah. more on deceleration. The, the drive line. I had a real bad one. It ended up being a loose U joint. Fixed it. it. Most of it went away, but still a little bit there. Last night I was under the truck, and I used to check the the, the drive shaft by pushing on the side of it. You know, half under it and mm-hmm. grabbing it. Last mm-hmm. night, behind the midship carrier bearing, you got that um that boot joint, you know? Yep. If you go yep. to the rear of that boot joint, and you, you side to side doesn't work. If you go under the truck and push up mm-hmm. on the drive shaft right behind that U-joint, it clunks. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting ah. to suspect that. Literally just found that last night. And truck goes yep. in the shop yep. this week, so. Yep, that'd be a good thing to fix. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that is. But, yeah, that, that hopping, I'm thinking, might be balanced. Because it did get worse after I put the stallion. Um, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It could also be distortion as your tires age they get with all the around. braking and all the turning and yeah. everything. The tire's not going to end up yeah. a perfectly round yeah, shape anymore. Okay. We told you the second question was three <laughs> times, but because you made it a vibration, I know. Problem, it's ten, <laughs> ten times as much. Fine, fine. The, the, right. the front axle got Bridgestone, the rear axle. The left side had Michelin, the right side had the Roadmaster because I've had punctures. Does the fact that there's three different brands of tires, could that affect the ride? No. No. Okay. It'll it'll affect, you you know, you'll see different tire wear rates per side. They'll wear a little faster. But you wouldn't get a hop. One might have a little more spring than the other, but that no, that will cause a hop. Yeah. Now you're all right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll let let you guys go. Thank you. You have a good day. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, <laughs> right. vibration question in there, did he? He got it in there. He did it. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So now here we have someone with Brad steer tires. Brad. Right. That's what it says. Brad steer tires. Brad steer tires. All right. Hello, Brad. Hey. Good afternoon. We're good. Uh, I'm a. You're doing good. Uh, I have a question about steer tire wear. Uh, I have a set of Michelin steer tires and the driver's side tire I've noticed in the last week or two, the outside edge, about an inch, is wearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're getting close to the end of their life. I'm probably around 630 seconds. And just recently, too, the decoupler groove on the outside is pretty much wore out on that tire. Do I need a new alignment, or is that tire wear a re- result of the, the groove being worn out? Okay. I need to know, is there feathered wear on the tire? I know nope. one I checked them dropping. this morning. Yeah, smooth. I checked them this morning, and they're smooth. Yep. Okay, so now it's not is, an alignment then. This is a Michelin. Did you, did you check those little yep. sipes? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, they feel, feel smooth around them, too. Smooth. Okay, good. All right, so it's not an alignment. Right. So that takes care of that. Okay. Okay. Second question is, what brand is the truck? Uh, international. Do you know what brand the axle is, whether yeah. it's a Meritor or a Dana? It's just the Hendrickson. 
Hendrickson. Oh, it's a Hendrickson. You got one of them square tube things? Uh, yeah. yes. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that blows that idea out. Um, well, yeah. what kind of service are you in? Uh, over the road. Over the road, okay. That's and what do you do for balance? Uh, the front has the Centromatics. Okay, good. So balance is taken care of. It's not a Dana thing lead. The outside of the right front tire, when you say it's about an, or the left front tire, you say it's about an inch. Is it about the width of your index finger? Um, probably closer to thumb, but sure, I would say out. that three quarter to one inch, if I was guessing. Okay. And, and the other shoulder of that tire is not showing anything. And the shoulders of the right front tire are not showing anything. Uh, correct. It is on the outside of the decoupler groove. It's the tire is worn down more, but that's yeah. always been that way. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen, and that's what that decoupler's for. The reason the decoupler's there, just so you understand, the steel belts underneath the tread of the tire do not extend all the way to the shoulder of the tire. They stop in about a finger width away from the edge of the tire. That means that outside rubber where the decoupler is and the very outside part of that main rib do not have the support underneath them, so they tend to wear a little faster. Right. Now, the more okay. you turn to the left, if you stood in front of the truck and turned your truck to the left and walked out and looked at it, you'd see the left front tire is leaning up on its outside shoulder. It mm-hmm. tilts. As you turn to the right, the right front tire leans up on it. If you do a lot more left turns than right turns, you will wear the outside shoulder of the left front tire more than the outside shoulder of the right front tire, simply because you're leaning it more. Now, I got a couple questions. One was, I, maybe you said it and I didn't register it, but how many miles are on these tires? Um, I've put 150,000 on the truck, and I'm pretty sure they were used when I bought the truck. Okay, so well over 150. Well over 150,000. And right. you still got six or seven, six 30 seconds. seconds, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited about this. I think what you've got is depression where because the outside of that tire is not supported by steel. Right. And it just showed guys, up on that. Pitch. And most okay. guys try to turn the truck to the left instead of the right. If they can get away with it. That's not right. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Don't know about that. You think you turn as much either way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Way. I've never kept track. Every time I'm driving the truck, if I have a choice of making a hard, sharp right turn or a nice sweeping left, I take the left one. And every time I'm backing in someplace, I'm always having the truck off to the left, and I'm backing in looking over my left. So you can see it. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, yes. So that tends to put more pressure on the outside of the left front tire. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, again, with the mileage you've got on it, with the minimal wear you've got, there's no feathered wear on it. I'm not going to get excited. No. No, I, I, I think it's just completely incidental to this tire, and it okay. may not re- be reflected on your next set of tires at all. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I Did just wanted get- to check. I plan on putting tires on this weekend, and I thought maybe it's time to get it in for an alignment. Okay, now, I've got a, I got a suggestion for you on tires now. Those Michelin tires are too damn expensive, okay? So you <laughs> get some one-hung lows out of China. Sure. Right? 
and and they won't cost you nearly as much. You can replace them three times where you just replace these once and you'll still be okay. <laughs> I don't you know, I don't, I don't prefer right. paying for the labor. I'd rather just have the time. <laughs> and the downside. Here and okay, cool. Buy the Michelin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for the help, guys. Appreciate it. You bet. Bye bye. Goodbye. <laughs> what? <laughs> buy cheap tires? Is that? Sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. All right. We have. We actually have like four calls here. So we're. Uh, so we're going to talk to people? It. Okay, yes, we have Doug talking about an air suspension. Yeah? All right. Hello, Doug. Good afternoon, Mike. Good afternoon, Mike and Kevin. I was going to ask you a vibration question, but I guess that's out of the uh, realm. Well, you, you can't afford to bill for that. <laughs> no, but we can hear that you've got a vibration issue. We can, uh, we need... Go ahead, yeah. whisper it in their ear. Let's hear what Go ahead. Well, that was my. that was just me vibrating my finger on my Adam's apple. <laughs> but it does simulate a vibration very well. Yes, it does. <laughs> Seriously, though, yeah. I have an opinion question for the two of you. Oh, I love regarding regarding air suspension. I hate them. Uh, recently, I had one air spring replaced. Okay. Uh. And my gut says, you know what? You're just asking for problems having just one replaced. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion? Do them all or? At least do both of them on the same axle. Right. Now, what are we, which, what are we talking about here? Is it the drive axle? Is it a steer axle? Is it tri- what, which airbag was it? Uh, it was the right front drive. Yeah, I would do. I would do at least both of them on the same axle because it is a air spring, right? It's designed to bounce up and down, and and the condition of the rubber and stuff gives you the frequency that it's going to bounce at. And by putting a new stiff one on one side and an old worn out on the other, you're you're throwing things out of balance. Well, my gut, my gut is uh, real simple. The truck's mm-hmm. got 824,000 miles on it. It's seven years old. If mm-hmm. one started leaking, mm-hmm. how far behind it are the other three? Not very far. Good question. Not very far. So, yeah. And considering, sure. considering all four springs are plumbed in series, yep. yeah, it could be problematic. Preventive maintenance is better than on-the-road repair maintenance. Yeah, to us, in all cases. So the more you can do before you get on the road, the better off you are. Gee, I wonder if I could get Martin to come up to Pennsylvania and do that for me. <laughs> Pay him enough money, he'll go anywhere. <laughs> in the middle of the summer when it's hot. It's August in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get out of, get out of Florida. That'll be all right for a week. Yeah, yeah, it's a... It's a Frigid 81 degrees here in the Keystone today. Yeah. Yeah. Pleasant. Mm-hmm. You, you might right. be able to talk him in today. <laughs> of course, there's plenty of people around you. I mean, you know. There's, yeah, uh, you can go to Lancaster Truck. Yeah, Lancaster Truck. There's several guys up there in that state. There's uh, another one in New Jersey. There's, there's yeah, there's, there's plenty of places to get to. All right, buddy. There are actually quick. competent shops in New Jersey? I think there's one. There's one. I, I think, think we've got one guy trained up. 
Yeah. <laughs> and those, uh, That's those, all uh, I got for you. All right. Have a good day. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, steering wheel between 55 and 60. Let's go ahead and talk to this one. Hello, hey, Don. Yeah, we're good. We're doing well. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. great. I just, I just bought a used truck yesterday. I've been checking it out over the last couple of weeks. And uh, on the on the drive, man, it's got a it's got a vibration. It, it starts vibrating at about fifty four, and and starts to mellow out about fifty nine. I figured you guys would be able to troubleshoot that for me quicker than anybody else. Uh, is that in the steering wheel or in the seat and feet? Uh, it's in the steering wheel and the like the whole front end. I mean, the hood rattles around. Well, I know the hood rattles around, but see that could be coming from the rear. That's why I need to be very specific. Uh, you feel it starting. Do you feel it first in your hands or in your seat and feet? I feel it first in my hands. Okay. There you go. All right. It's a front end vibration. Then. Yeah. All right. And yes, it comes up and it goes away. So that sounds well, like it it's a balance it problem. Okay. I would say it doesn't go away. It, it, it fades in and then it fades out, but there's still a little, uh, little vibration yeah. even at 60. Yeah. And, and how many miles are on this truck? Well, this this truck's got just a little over a million, but it, it had like complete bottom up and the motor, so it's got new tires. I mean, there's just all sorts of new stuff all over the place. So I can't judge by the wear on the tires, but it it, it does have a slight pull to the right, so that tells me that this front passenger tire. It doesn't tell me the passenger tire could be the driver's tire, could be the way the rear ends are aligned. There's all kinds of things that it could be. Right. The right so, all is incidental to this. But the vibration okay. speed range you're talking about sounds like a balance problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I guess I'll get checked out then. Thank you very much. You bet, yep. buddy. Bye-bye. All right. I guess the only thing I didn't ask is, does the steering wheel move back and forth, or is it just vibrating? It's, the fact that he's vibrating in the steering wheel first, just it's in the front end. It's in the front end. So start with the balance and see where you go from there. Hmm. Yep. Very true. Yep. All right. We have another steer tire wear issue, which is good because it's probably not a vibration. Hello, Doug. How are you guys today? We're having a good, good day. Well, that's good. And Somebody's got to have a good day somewhere. That's right. Oh, we're having a great one. <laughs> so where, where, where are you calling from? I'm from Alberta, Canada. Another Canadian. He's up there where the four winds blow. And I I got a serious question. How close is the next scale? Uh, uh, It is about half, I'd say. About half what? About a half an hour away. We we can't help you then because the show will be over by then. Right. We need the Canadians to measure (laughs) to weigh their vehicles. Uh, (laughs) All right. What's your question? (laughs) I've got a set of uh, Michelin X-Line Energies on the on the front end, 2020 Denver LV900L. Nice. I've got about a about 137,000 miles on the tires right now. Like I'm I'm getting close to having to replace them. But I noticed today, um, my driver's side steer tire, I have got front to back feathered wear on it all the way across the tire, and the passenger side one is just smooth as can be. Now, you're saying front to back? 
You're seeing front to back feathered wear? Yes. That's heel and toe wear. That's caused by a. That's caused torque. by brakes. Yeah, yeah. The only thing with torque on uh, the front end is your brakes. Okay. Because okay. I, I did have a rather nasty braking episode yesterday. It, it's like I only noticed it here this morning. So I, I was kind of wondering if it had something to do with that or if maybe yep. I've just been missing something. So. Yep. Front to back is braking or engine torque. Side to side is alignment. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. That's enough that I knew you guys would have the answer. So, <laughs> well, if you don't have the answer, we'll lie to you and it won't matter. All right. Well, no, I, I feel I'm, good when it's all done. I'm good with it. That's right. Just send us a check. We're all covered. I'm, I'm mildly <laughs> interested. Are these uh, G or A traded tires? I believe they're A traded. H. Okay. Right. Okay. You got all the tire you could, and you still only got a hundred and. Well, they run a lot of they run a lot of dirt road and, and oh, a lot of road yeah like surface. I'm 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 not all pavement I I'm 140,000 yeah. pounds gross and I do yeah. a lot of gravel road and whatnot oh, okay. they they take a little extra beating but that'll do it my last yep. set oh. my last set went quite a bit farther too so mm-hmm. oh well that's nice okay I I have been trying you know running them 10 pounds higher than what the sidewall says, and I have noticed a big difference uh, yep. in the longevity of them, you know, from listening to you guys talk about that, and yep. you know, just trying to keep tabs on the alignment, and you know, the washboard. And cool. Alright, well let me give you some numbers. Let me give you some numbers sure. so you can understand tire life. According to the tire companies, if you have smooth new asphalt, yep. you get 100% yep. of tire life. Yep. If you have concrete, you lose 5% because it's really? abrasive. Yeah, it's abrasive. If you're on gravel, you lose 36%. If you're, on, if you're on dirt, you lose 50%. Dirt is, like, dirt is like sandblasting the tire. Right. What about sand? Well, sand, sand's worse than... Sand, sand blasting. You lose 75% of your yeah, time. You lose even more. Yeah. yeah. So the fact wow. that you're not running on hard face all the time, you really degrade the t- overall tire life. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you very all much. Right. I appreciate your time, guys. You're welcome, bud. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. All right. <sighs> okay. Let's get, let's, see, uh, let's see. I knew he was in Alberta. He said he was in Alberta. And half the roads in Alberta are not paved. Right. So the fact he's running in Alberta means he's not going to get the same. Right, but 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 half of the year they're frozen solid. Well, then you're sliding on the ice. You'll get right. in the anyway. Yeah. No. There's no. Uh, <laughs> there's right all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we got uh, one. Oh, we got two more. This one's from Texas and it's uh, Kingston. I don't know what this is about. Hello. Hello. It's about kingpins, not Kingston. Kingpins. Oh, kingpins. okay. Yeah, kingpins. Right. Uh, 2014 Peterbilt, 1.1 million miles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've kept it greased all the time. Mm-hmm. How long do the kingpins last? Or what? <laughs> I have seen kingpins go out on a certain model of truck with a certain axle underneath it. We couldn't keep kingpins in at 90,000 miles, and we were always replacing kingpins. Was that the Mac? No. Uh, this this was an international where they put an undersized 
kink in it, smaller mm-hmm. diameter, and we couldn't keep Certain the engines model. in it. If you go back years before where we had the center points geared axles, we couldn't get 60,000 miles out of a kingpin on the center points. All right. Now, you go to a modern with a decent bushing in it and stuff. Nice Peterbilt. I've seen him at 50, uh, uh, 350,000 miles kingpins going, and I've seen him at 2 million miles with the same thing. Yes. It, you just, there's no talent. There's the, yeah. the gentler you are on it, the more over the road. Yeah. Uh, you know. The better you keep it greased, it could last. It could last millions of miles. But what if it doesn't get loose inboard outboard when you wiggle the tire? Right. The other failure that we're seeing more and more common in kingpins is the thrust bearings going out. Right. The kingpin's still tight, but the thrust bearing's not a bearing anymore, and you start getting directional control problems and and vibration and oscillation. Okay. So yep. if I it's a 14.6 front axle. If I'm mm-hmm. running heavier more of the time, is that going to shorten the life maybe? or If it's shortened the life of anything, it'd be shortened the life of the thrust bearing, not the kingpin. Right. Okay. And again, it's, it's hard to say. I guess it depends on exactly. Keep it greased. Yeah, you may, you may run heavy, but if you don't turn very much, you may not wear it out. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, I'll keep on trucking. Thank you, much. You All right. You betcha. Okay. I don't know we, nothing about no kingpin. What's that? I don't know nothing about no kingpin. No, no you don't. No. We've never looked at them, never worked on them. No. Don't uh, inspect them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. Uh, now, this is a, uh, what do you call it, a callback to the first call? Okay. All right. With the little truck? The little 3500, yeah. Yeah. Hello, Ben. Yes, it's me again. Uh, I gotta check with you guys if you can answer this question. So sure. uh, we we have a newer thirty five hundred, a twenty twenty two. I checked mm-hmm. the rating of the weight capacity. It's thirty eight forty seven. It it tells you not to exceed that weight carried by that truck, including the occupants and whatever else you're hauling. Is that in, and then is I that checked the old one? Is that is that in kilograms or in pounds? That's that's pounds. Okay. Okay. So thirty uh, thirty five hundred. We're talking thirty eight hundred. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. But that's that's the new that's the new twenty twenty two. It says on the door you can carry that weight with that truck. In addition to the load, but that's the load. no. That is the load. No, I'm sorry. In addition to the weight of the vehicle. Yeah. So that's the, the net. Vehicle? That's the net. Whatever you're hauling. Yeah, yeah. the net what you're hauling, not the gross vehicle weight. Right. Yeah. And, the and then I checked the old, the old 3500, the 06. It's only at 2677. That's a light, that's a light one ton and the other one's a full one ton. Mm-hmm. But, but the gross vehicle weight is around 10,000 pounds. Right. So yeah. what they're saying yeah. is the vehicle weighs 7,000 pounds and you can put 3,500 pounds more weight in it. Right. But why is the newer truck uh, more capacity? Well, everybody keeps overloading them in the past, and so they're increasing the the spring rates. They're increasing the brakes and stuff so they can carry more. So it's a heavy one ton now. Right. Yeah. So would that newer truck be rated for whatever uh, I'm doing with this truck? The 3,500? Like, uh, the 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 door tells you what they designed it to carry. Right. 
And if that, you know, if that's enough to carry what you're trying to do, then just make sure you get that rated vehicle. I, I, I don't. He can't carry that fuel tank <laughs> and that everything that he's got now. I can tell him this. Yeah, that's exactly right. That fuel tank is full. It's way over. Yeah, if you took the fuel tank out, you'd be okay. But as long as you got that fuel tank in there with all the extra weight that it puts in there, you're going to overload the vehicle. Right. That's all I had. All right. You have a great day. All right. All right. Enjoy. Okay. All right. Now it's uh, it's 1247. No, it's not. It's uh, it's 1244. Yeah, I've got... uh, you can't read. Yeah. Um, and we do have one more caller on here, but I am going to let everybody know that if they did call 855-950-3835. Do that again slow. 855-950-3835. There. Now we got it. Okay. And uh, we, you can still get a hold of us for the next uh, 10 plus minutes. Uh, but right now we have one more question coming out of, uh looks like, West Virginia, and his name is David. He's a coal hauler. Hello, yeah. What? Coal West hauler. Virginia, you must be a coal hauler. <laughs> no, no, not a coal hauler. Oh, okay. All hauler. right. All right. No, you are correct. I, I, I do live in West Virginia. I called you guys a couple weeks ago uh, about alignment on my truck, and you come to the conclusion uh-huh. that I had uh, not enough caster in my front and uh, the I needed a three axle alignment. Okay. So I got on your website and I started looking and I found a gentleman in Marietta, Ohio. Uh, Jerry. I think it's, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry. Yep, yeah. yep. So so I contacted him and uh, he uh, he got me hooked up. He had to put a quarter inch wedge or shim mm-hmm. in, in my front passenger. And okay. uh, the the two rears were exactly a half inch opposite the wrong way on the rear. So the rears were <laughs> extremely okay. fighting each other plus shoving the front end. He said he's never yep. seen yeah. one that bad before. And it, yep. he said it had yeah. to been, they had to have done it like that on purpose because he's never seen one oh, like sure. that. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I uh, just want to let you know. I mean, he he uh, he's top notch. Got me set up there really quick, and uh, he's mobile, so he's able to meet me and and uh, mm-hmm. he hooked me right up there. Truck, uh, I thought the truck drove okay before, but you know, there's no comparison to what it's like now compared to before. Excellent. So, Glad to hear that. That is good to hear. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like I said, he's top notch guy. And for well, that gentleman the, that was the, just. That's okay. the first good alignment Jerry's done in 20 years. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I told him I'd at least let you know that, that he did one good one anyway. One good one. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that gentleman that was just on the phone asking about the weight on the one ton, uh, you were correct. That weight on his door is what he can put in the bed of his truck minus everyone that's inside the vehicle. Uh, you know, if you got 250 pound people, you got to take 300 off at 35. Um, right. And the reason his older truck, other than like you, you said, your, your stiffer springs and stuff. But what most people don't realize is the more bells and whistles you put in that truck, the less load carrying capacity you have. You get right. that nice big uh, 10 inch or 12 inch 
screen radio in there, it takes a little bit more weight, so that that takes off what you can haul. Um, sure does. And they sure does. a lot of people don't don't realize that because you go in the dealership and they like, oh yeah, this thing can haul anything down the road. It don't matter what kind of numbers you throw out at them, they'll guarantee mm-hmm. you it can they'll haul. It. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I tried. To, right. I, I meant to get a hold of you guys last week, let you know about that. But I was, I just I got busy and I missed the show, so I just well, uh, got back in the truck and saw you were still on there. So I'm like, I got to try to get through to him. All righty, buddy. We well, right, drive safe out there. Huh? Yeah, right. I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. You too. Yep, bye bye. All right. Bye. You mean we actually gave some good advice? Well, the thing we did was. Uh, we referred somebody to Jerry, and for having done that, he sent us something. Oh, he did. He did. He did. He sent us a cheese roll. A cheese, yeah. So a big and, uh, and a ball thing. of baby Swiss cheese from Gutenberg. Yeah, that's everybody could do that. By the way, yes, <laughs> we will accept that. <laughs> we accept gifts. Gifts uh, and gratuities. <laughs> Far out. So, yeah, so now we, well, I think that may have been the other end of that whole conversation. I never heard who we referred him to. I no, he just said thank you for the referrals. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like we never refer. I suppose the thing is, Marion, Ohio is way out of the way for just about everybody in the country. Well, it's not on any main interstate route. Right. So he just gets well, the business that he's got low on the West Virginia side there. Yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. It's still, it's still out there. It's it's out there. He's in the boondocks. Yeah. So he got a referral. Uh, somebody finally came to him, and uh, we got some baloney out of it. Okay. Baloney? We got baloney. All right. All right. Okay. So we got uh, three more calls. I guess we better get to them. Uh, Bo with two trucks. Yes. Yes, yes. sir. Thank you for taking my call. Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, get on the phone with you guys. I mean, I uh, went on you guys' website and I was looking for someone to work on my truck. And uh, I know you guys do a pretty good job with keeping everything up to date there with uh, with the, uh, the mechanics and uh, alignment guys that you guys have. But just to let you guys know that if, if uh, any of you guys are in the Indy area, uh, the Indianapolis area, you've got John here on your list. And uh, John with my two trucks, man, that guy, he's a... Uh, He's he's a real go getter, man. He's a young kid, but man, uh, he did a really good job with both of my trucks, man. Um, I thought that I needed a, a set of uh, uh, king pins, and I, I do a lot of the local stuff here, you know, in the Indy area. And uh, but he went ahead and took a look at, uh, at what I had uh, going on this freight shaker that I had with the. Uh, with those bags, I've been calling and bugging you guys uh, over the past few weeks, uh, asking you about it. But uh, taking it over there to, to John, he he was right on it, man. Um, you know, we, we went ahead and uh, were able to loosen up uh, each one of those sides and straighten out those uh, airbags on that Freightliner Columbia. And then, uh, you know, we got it all locked down. Um, you know, it uh, it took a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, straightening out because, you know, she's got 1.4 million miles on it, you know, and she <laughs> needs a little help. <laughs> yeah, but now yeah, it's exactly. straight. Like yeah, exactly. Track. And then, and then, and then I got uh, the 2016 Mac. You know, um, you know, it's it's not got a lot of. It's like 400 thousand miles on that Mac, but uh, he was able to straighten that that sucker out to uh, you know keep me from wearing out a bunch of bushings on the driver's side of that uh, uh, those leaf strings on the drives. You know, they were they were kind of sitting cockeyed, and whoever put those in there uh, before they just cranked them down and 
you know, but he, he showed me what, uh, what, what the problem was with that. But, uh, you know, all, all in all, man, John, he's got, uh, he, he got me go straight down the road. I mean, I'm, I'm really, really shocked, man, that, uh, that he was able to do that much work with the axle setback on that Columbia. Um, right. you know, with the, uh, but you know, he's, he's, he's trained up real good. He is a uh, uh, mobile as well, but, uh, he just opened up a shop too. So, yeah, cool. I mean, so if you got yeah, a place hey. to go or you can go meet you one way or another. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, I thank you for calling. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank time. you guys, man. You, great you guys are awesome, right. man. Love you guys. All right. So we thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And the thing about Indianapolis is every friggin' road in Indiana leads to Indianapolis. I know. That's a crossroads there. That's a good location. <laughs> right. Uh, as opposed to Marion, Ohio. So Marietta's nowhere. All right, we got two more. One is a, a steel axle, or maybe it means steer. I'm not really sure yet. <clears throat> Hello, Fresno. Hi, Mike, uh, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I got a, I got a hop uh, around 65 mile an hour on the steer axle with the 22 mm-hmm. local uh, tires, and I use mm-hmm. glass beads to balance. And yep, yeah. I've been doing since the truck was new, and I'm thinking uh, some things with the could be in the hub, uh, might be in a it, it has a disc brake. So adding oh, it has adding more yeah this adding mm. more glass beads might help in the steer. Probably not. Or, Probably or not. not. Probably not. So my question is. When it starts hopping, can you tell if it's hopping in the drive axles or in the steer axle? Uh, it's in the steer axle. And what speed does it start hopping at? Uh, 64, 65. And it goes yeah. quiet after 69, 70. Oh, okay. Wow. So it's a high-speed hop. Mm-hmm. Okay, which yep. puts it in the range of balance, but it could also still be a slightly misshapen tire. It could be However, a misshapen tire. Now, did this tire always do this? He said since then. Always. Has it been more always than one set of that. tires? A few. Four sets. A few different tires. A few sets of tires. Okay. So, we need to have somebody check to see if the rim is round, right? and we need to check and have somebody check and see if the hub is properly round, right? There's a, there's a, these high-speed vibrations, or yeah, hops or vibrations, these high-speed ones, that means there's something very fine, very small. Yeah. That's a problem. And, and since you've got the glass beads in it, I don't think it's balanced. I think it's more likely something is not round. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. If somebody, or how long is it going to be before you put a new set of tires on? You have a lot of miles left to go, or are they about worn out? I just put a set on last week. Okay, okay, so that won't work. What I was going to say is, you take the tire off of the rim. You put the rim on a balance machine. And you have somebody run it up, and you look at the rim to see if it's actually round or not. Mm-hmm. 
Just the rim. You got to start with the rim by itself, then go to the tire, then and then check the hub, check the brake. Something's not round. Well, you got the disc brake, so yeah, but there's but the hub may not be round. The hub may not be round. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Good luck, to you, buddy. All right. Yep. Thank you. Sir. All right. Bye. You know, and I want to say when you when you get a vibration that you don't notice, you don't notice it as bad. Often it's on the right side that's the problem. If it's a, if it was a misshapen wheel on the left, the left side, side, yeah, it would just be it'd be like forty five to fifty five. It's more than one set of tires. It's going to continually. It's not the tire. It's not balanced. It's got to be right. something else. Okay. All right. We got. Uh, we actually got two more. This one is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Mike from Mercer. Good morning. Yes, sir. Mike from me. Hey, yes, uh, up? Yep, yep. Hey, um, remember I called you not too long ago, and I said, what's the secret for traveling with your wife? And you told <laughs> me to <"Duck> tape. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so, yep. So, so I got me some of that high-dollar gorilla duct tape, because that's a lot Ooh. cheaper than a divorce attorney. <laughs> so I just wanted to give you a friendly, to give the same friendly advice that you gave me. Don't forget to duct tape. Don't forget the duct tape. I appreciate that. I will. And I, and I got chrome duct tape now. Chrome duct tape, yeah. That's the nice but, stuff. But you, but you need the gorilla tape that won't break the seal. So we need, so we need gorilla chrome duct tape. Gorilla chrome duct tape. Right, good. I got it. Okay. No problem, buddy. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys right. later. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Last one. Two minutes to go. Rusty. Need something about alignment. Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all today? Hello. We're good. We're doing good. I ca- I caught you at the last second, huh? Yep, sir. So I yep. I got okay. your book and I've been tuning on my alignment and um, what I've got now is my right front steer tire has feather wear when I pull my hand away from the frame. And it's not wearing good at all. My left my left steer tire has no feather wear, and it's running about twice as many miles as my right. right. Okay. The last time I measured, go ahead. Sounds like you're towed in too much, and your drive axles are still pushing you to the right. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, so well, that would be our first quick uh, yeah, assessment. That could, that could be it. Uh, I. I I messed with the toe again after I wore out another right-hand steer tire, and it was it was uh, more than an eighth of an inch. Actually, it was an eighth of an inch. It was an eighth of an inch towed in. Mm-hmm. So I played with it. Some, I played with it some more, and uh, you, you know, using the the straight edges and the two tape measures. Okay. And as near as I can tell, I got it to one sixteenth of an inch. Good, good. But, All right. but, but you're still, still having some wear and a slight right hand pull on that right front tire. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, we don't have time right now to go through all the measurements to make sure that you're getting them all right. Right. So if you want to spend some more time talking about it, you've got the tech line phone number in your book. Give me a call, have your measurements in your hand, and let's walk through what you measured and how you did it, okay? Yep. 
Okay, we'll do. All right. All right. You have yourself a good day. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Yeah. Would have would have been great to have that call about a half hour ago. Yeah, we could have killed. Yeah, but we wouldn't have handled. We wouldn't have had all the calls. We had lots of phone calls. <laughs> call us when we're not busy. Yeah, we weren't cutting that. <laughs> I thank you all for listening. Yeah, have a good day. The lunch coming right up, so we need to get going. Pizza. Yes. And uh, we'll talk to you all uh, next week. Next week. Drive safe.